Sports with a Z and a T. Yes, I am back. My name is Bryce. I have my voice back. I am here. And alongside Tail Lattimore, we are, of course, presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Saving Face Barbershop, Just Out Supply in Troy and Mohawk Honda. Uh, it, it feels good to be back. Um, don't get used to it. Don't get comfortable because I won't be back for long. I'm currently in the process of moving. Uh, this is the last week I'll be able to have my setup for probably two weeks. But we have a good show um in store for you guys this week uh taylor did a great job did a phenomenal job uh rolling along with the punches uh for the past two weeks taylor can, good you job right. congratulations you did you great right. <laughs> the show is still the show is still existing so can't yep. couldn't have fucked it up too much yep. um but we are back and boy has a lot happened boy has a lot happened since i have been gone um True. I, you know, I intended on being back last week, uh, but I had spent probably the biggest weekend of Philadelphia sports history in Philadelphia, <laughs> went to the Eagles game, obviously Sunday night. That's why I originally was down there. However, the Phillies made the playoffs, as I'm sure everybody is well aware of at this point, and uh, went to the um, first postseason game the Phillies have had at home in 11 years and needless to say i lost my voice and it did not um honestly come back quickly i mm. was not sure going into this week <coughs> if i was able to do the show this week um but as monday and tuesday came around it started to come back still a little raspy here and there but we will um we will make it work uh college football college football um yes i'm well aware that penn state lost to michigan <laughs> yes it sucked um but they beat minnesota pretty handedly and they are 13th ranked um and they host ohio state this weekend we will get to that i will say this though interesting little tidbit and i i it didn't cross my mind it was actually brought up to me um the year penn state won the big 10 championship three week stretch got crushed by michigan on the road Bounced back against Minnesota and then upset Ohio State at home. That is the exact three-week stretch that is unfolding here this year. Not saying it's going to happen. We will get to it. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, let's look at some of the Saturday's games. Obviously, Penn State whiteout game did crush Minnesota 45-17 in a nice rebound game. Ohio State murdered Iowa. Tennessee had a nice little um, recovery game against UT Martin. I did not know <laughs> UT Martin was a place. I do now. Um, but they were able to have a nice, um, relaxing 65-24 victory after upsetting Alabama, as I'm sure Taylor broke down mm -hmm. with you guys at length. Um, Clemson uh, humbled Syracuse with a nice slice of pie. Um, look, that, that game was close, and Syracuse had the lead. I think – and Taylor, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think this was more a detriment to what Clemson might be this year than what Syracuse is. That was an ugly game. And uh, Clemson has sneaked by in a couple games now where, you know, they really could have lost. I think the ACC is weak. And if you're looking at the college football playoff and we're looking at, you know, now Alabama with one loss, Georgia is still undefeated. Tennessee finds themselves in the picture. We have the Big Ten still with really three contenders. I am still counting Penn State in it because anything could happen, right? We'll talk. I mean, if they lose to Ohio State, they're done. It's but three, over, but yeah. But three Penn State or, or three Big Ten contenders. Then you have the Pac-12 
all of a sudden Oregon's back in the picture. You have the Big 12 with TCU. I'm sorry, but Clemson might find themselves out of this talk. I mean, Clemson has not looked good. I mean, they might get in on reputation, but their resume doesn't impress me and their victories don't impress me either. Now, I mean, I talked about it last week when I broke it down. I was I was looking at this game, that the, the Clemson-Syracuse game, and I was like, okay, well, I mean, Clemson's going to have this one, and it's probably their biggest test for the rest of the season. Um, the problem is, I, I don't know. If, what, I, I can't get in the heads of the committee always because sometimes they do things that we don't agree with. Um, I don't know if Clemson not losing a game would would be enough to justify taking them out because you've already put them up there. You already said, hey, they're a top five team in the nation. If they don't lose, then how can you say, oh, uh, all of a sudden, I just based on eye test, I think that they're not the top team in the nation. They've never really gone by just eye test alone. They go by your record over, like, I think the record is held above all. That That's why, like, you can get teams that maybe don't deserve it like Cincinnati but they you know they were undefeated so right you got to put them in there especially when you set the precedent of already putting them in the top five now you need to make a solid justification for taking them out um and yeah I I, I don't know uh, when I was looking at it I was like but damn I mean they really don't have a very good schedule like nothing's challenging them on the way on the rest of the way so if they handle their business they're going to be on the top five. Maybe be at five. They might not. <laughs> Hi, Otis. Um, they might not be at five, uh, or they might stay at five. Is the thing. I don't know if they can like. Uh, th- they might end up being at five if if the committees wanted to split hairs with the best teams in the c- country, and it comes down to the fact that they didn't play anyone. Maybe they say, okay, I know you've been like hovering around four or five for this whole year, but we have to put you at five on the bubble, and that might just happen to them. Yeah, and. I mean, let's let's keep moving because Alabama bounces back. They beat Mississippi State. That's another ranked win. Um, Ole Miss falls out of the picture, gets upset at, on the road by LSU. I mentioned TCU already. Oregon beat UCLA. They're getting back into the fold. Um, so, you know, when you look at the rankings now, Taylor, and, and I mean, you look at you have Georgia number one, Ohio State number two. Tennessee is still three. Michigan is still four. Michigan has a pretty impressive resume. I mean, they they beat us pretty good. Um, Clemson, five. Bama, six. TCU is up to seven. Oregon, eight. Oklahoma State, nine. USC, 10. Um, for the Penn State listeners, they are up to 13. Um, look, <laughs> you you look at where Clemson is, and I think the AP voters are kind of on to it, right? Clemson just on the outside looking in and Alabama with a couple more wins should jump Clemson because Clemson doesn't have another ranked game on their schedule as of now. Now, obviously I, I I mean, looking at their schedule, I don't think they have any candidates of anybody being ranked on there, but you never know. Uh, But you know, Clemson doesn't have the ranked opponents. Michigan does. Bama does. TCU even does. And then you have Oregon. So, I, I mean, I, I I look at this top, really, top eight to ten, and I struggle to see where Clemson has a better resume than even a TCU, even an Oregon. If Penn State were to beat Ohio State, they don't have a better resume than Penn State. They don't have a better re- – I mean, even with Ole Miss – Ole Miss still has a better resume. UCLA still has a better resume. So Clemson is getting there with reputation. Yeah, and I think that at some point, reputation has to fall flat. 
because I feel like if you look at it, you're going to want to put like the committee is going to do everything in their power to put Alabama in there. Let's be honest. Sure. Like if, if Alabama goes in and they have one loss at the end of the year and it's just the one to Tennessee and Tennessee's got one loss too. I mean, maybe they can like, I don't know. I don't know at that point, if it's a one loss Tennessee and a one loss Alabama, I don't know what you do with that, but I know that there's no room for Clemson in that conversation. And, no. and that's just where it comes down to is if I'm even if I'm looking at taking three SEC teams, if that's what it comes out to, that's what it comes out to. That's it's just that's the way it is. SEC is strong at the top. And then you're going to have probably a Big Ten team in there or the conversation of having two Big Ten teams. And then where do you put the SEC teams? And all this is happening. And there's like there's just no room for Clemson in the discussion, not no. with only four places. No. And this is why, like. The, the the college football playoff expansion cannot get here quick enough because a laundry list of teams are are in the I mean you you go through the rankings and really anybody in the top 25 has a shot at the college football playoff right now and, and that's kind of what you know that's what we all want and that's I think what the college football committee really wants at this point is to get these I mean you don't want one loss to just completely eliminate you from college football playoff <laughs> contention it's just it sucks yeah. so um i mean penn state's looking at that right now because obviously they have to play uh ohio state so yeah they, i mean if they, they upset ohio state, state then who knows? right that, that right throws a whole monkey wrench into everything right. um but if you're doing a 12 team playoff and if you're looking at the rankings as they stand right now you're going all the way down to uh ucla being the 12th team and then penn state right there at 13 mm-hmm. and you're just like then, then it's it's conversation of like between them and Utah and Ole Miss and Syracuse, and then you get those lower level teams that like can really fight, and they could win. Like any one of those teams, if they played each other, could probably you know on any given day they could win. Whereas if you put like Syracuse up against Georgia, we we all know what's going to happen there. It's going to be nice when we don't have to worry about oh, is Clemson going to get in? Is Michigan going to get right. in? Is Alabama going to get in? Is Georgia going to get in? Or is Tennessee going to get in? They're all going to get in. They're all going to just be there. It's going to be a no-brainer. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, those best teams, they're going to be there. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's going to be nice, but we still have two years to wait yeah. for that, which sucks. But um, we look at this. There's only four. <laughs> right. We look at this week's slates. Um, obviously, I think the game of the week is kind of obvious. Penn State is hosting Ohio State. That is the Fox been big noon kickoff. Um, uh, you know, Ohio State is 15 and a half point favorites. I- I'm telling you right now, Penn State might not win the game, but they ain't losing by 15 and a half at home in front of a jam-packed Beaver Stadium. Um, very rare. Look at the pat. Look at the past scores of Penn State and Ohio State. Look, just just look at them. And outside of that, TCU goes on the road to West Virginia in order to play Syracuse, Georgia, Florida, Oregon, Cal, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Wake Forest, Louisville. Illinois, how about it, Illinois? They are currently your Big Ten West representatives for the Big Ten Championship if the season were to end today. They are 6-1, and one, ranked 17th. They play Nebraska. Cincinnati goes to UCF, South Carolina, Missouri. Another good game, Tennessee and Kentucky. USC heads out to Arizona. Michigan hosts Michigan State. That game will be a bloodbath. Um, Ole Miss looks to rebound against Texas A&M. Pitt on the road to North Carolina. And UCLA hosts Stanford. So not a lot of crazy games. Some good ones. The big ones, Penn State, Ohio State. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely the biggest one of the week um, in terms of, you know, 
uh, important. And if you look at the caption, it's judgment day. This is Penn State's judgment day. Your season is over if you do not beat Ohio State for obvious reasons. However, if you beat Ohio State, you jump yourself right back into the conversation. Um, yeah, and I did look up. I, I did pull up because I was curious. Your your Penn State versus Ohio State. Um, close. The the last five you got uh, Ohio State winning by um, less than ten. Uh, Ohio State winning by thirteen. Ohio State winning by less than ten, or no, just over ten, eleven. Um, Ohio State lo- winning by one point. Mm-hmm. Ohio State oh, that, winning was, by, that one was a heartbreaker. Ohio yeah. State winning by one point the year yep. before, um, and then and the then, Penn, Penn State Penn upset State winning. Yeah, yeah, by three. Yep. And then the worst loss going back to 2015 was 30. Oh yeah, no, that one was bad. We won't talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, or, no, we won't or, or maybe 2013, uh, 63 to 14. <laughs> yeah, that was my freshman year. Yeah, that that was still the sanction team. Yeah, that that wasn't yeah, pretty. No. Um, but yeah, <laughs> generally pretty close. Generally within 15. And that's why I'm saying 15 and a half at, in Beaver Stadium. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. I'm not saying Penn State's gonna win. But look at that but line and maybe, cover, maybe, but they'll cook. Hey, good teams win. Great teams cover my friend. Um, <laughs> 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 Let's move on. Uh, yeah. We're going to move on to the world series. Oh man, Taylor. Oh, oh, we're talking about the fightings here, Taylor. We're talking about the fightings. The Philadelphia Phillies not only made the playoffs for the first time in 11 years, but they willed their way to the World Series. Look, I, they this surprises me, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I, this shocks me. Um, I had said, and I, and I we were on a show. You know, we mentioned it. I did say that the Phillies would beat the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said if they meet the Braves, look. The, at the time, I thought, look, the Braves are the hottest team in baseball. Um, they just, you know reeled the Mets back in. They're the defending World Series champions. Now they have Acuna back. Um, I, I just didn't think that the Phillies were there quite yet. Um, not only did the Phillies beat the Braves, they handedly beat the Braves. Um, craziest atmosphere I've ever been to um, for a de- at one a baseball game. Uh, two, it rivaled like the NFC Championship game back in 2017 when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. That's how ridiculous Philly was. I mean, we we did not sit once. Mm-hmm. We did not sit once in that game. It, it was unbelievable. Philly fans continue to show out to be the best. But, um, you know, they beat they beat the Braves. And then the Padres, Taylor, upset the Dodgers. I and didn't expect that at all. Did, did not expect that at all. Like any predictions uh, I had were th- – because we uh, – I mean, I I think we – I said, said Dodgers-Astros. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, Dodgers-Astros. It was like – it was that was shocking. Um, kind of opened the door for the Phillies. Which, which opened the door for the Phillies. Look, as soon as I saw the Padres, because the Phillies clinched before the Padres did, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, no in our luck. Like, look, the Dodgers are going to come back, and they're going to reel the series in, and we're going to play the Dodgers, and it's just going to suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, played the Padres, and I, I had full confidence in being the Padres. I don't know about you, but I think the Padres are a wee bit overrated. Um, I mean, they paid up to try to – they tried. To to they tried, there. but and um, granted to them getting there, but um, yeah, the Phillies took care of business. Bryce let me, Harper. Let Whew. me tell you that that Bryce Harper home run, man, that's going to be played for generations to come. Did what he um, needed to do. He has been worth every single penny of that three hundred thirty million dollars that they mm-hmm. dished out to him for over thirteen years. And on the American League side of things, um, you know, my condolences, <laughs> sorta. Um, 
you know i mean we can't we just we we have a mental block against beating the goddamn astros and i you have a mental block at beating good teams you're at this period (laughs) we got there but then we 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 lost and it's just it's just we can't um you can't hit 150 yeah you can't hit 150 in the postseason and you, you can't have judge be hitting 130 um you can't be swinging for the fences all day long you gotta you gotta string some plays together Aaron Boone, who, you know, was, I, I was, I'm, you know, I'm sure many Yankees fans, including yourself, was hoping he wouldn't be back. Hal Steinbrenner announced that he will be back along with Brian Cashman. So congratulations. Um, status quo for you guys. Um, <laughs> well, it remains horrible, to horrible bullpen management. If you ask me mm-hmm. horrible, I, 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 I've look the Yankees. I never for a minute, thought that they had a chance against the Astros because they, I think the Yankees even proved that in the regular season, that they were several steps behind the Astros. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they never really, they didn't really do anything to reel that gap in. Uh, ben Attenney gets hurt. Obviously can't do much about that. Um, but this is a Yankees team. Like, you know, there's some mental block, like you said, against the Astros, but this is a good Astros team. Um, and, and quite honestly, they've been the best team in baseball all year. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, they're flexing tall, their muscle. Tall task for the Phillies. Tall task for the Phillies. I'm but rooting I'm, for you. I'm rooting for I'm I telling you. You know, so, you know how Yankees fans feel about Astros. So on opening day, I put a $25 bet down on the Phillies to win the World Series, thinking I'll never see that $25. Um, I'm not cashing out. $650 cash in would be if the Phillies won the World Series. So I'm hoping. Um, but what well, if I told you? What's the money line on them just winning it now? Do you know? I don't know now, but I took them at. <sighs> Let me pull it up. Well, obviously I... it's more now, but. but Or like it was more then, but. I, I wonder... Yeah, but I'll know. I'll know what I. Uh, what I took them as. Hang on. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I knew that the Yankees probably wouldn't get past the Astros. The Yankees have a lack of good, consistent starting pitching, which Mm -hmm. means they rely on their bullpen more often. And then if you have mistakes, yeah, I took it wrong. I took them at plus 2,500. Um, now they are my Fandle like froze. I think Fandle's down. Um, People out there betting tonight. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, now they're plus uh six fifty or six one sixty five. Yeah, I know this. I mean, that's significant underdogs for a World Series. Um, I will say this: the reason I think the Phillies can beat the Astros is one, their top two guys, Aaron Nola's, will be starting Game One, and Zach Wheeler will be starting Game Two. They give you a chance to win any game, no matter who you're facing against the lineup have shut down very good lineups before um, this lineup is starting to hit its stride. Not only Bryce Harper, but Kyle Schwarber is just launching baseballs to, you know, out of orbit, hit a 488 foot ding dong in San Diego. It was the longest home run in that baseball stadiums history. Uh, you know, this, this is a lineup that's exhausting and can really wear down the likes of a Framber Valdez or a Justin Verlander or Lance McCullers. Uh, you know, obviously the Astros lineup is just as lethal. Um, 
I understand that the Phillies are underdogs. However, the Eagles were significant underdogs back in 2017 against a team that they were not given a chance against either and did it. So I'm just saying, watch out for the Phillies. And there's just something about playing in Citizens Bank Park. If the Phillies can take one game, one game in Houston, I think that's all the Phillies have to do because they are winning every game at home in front of that crowd. Do you know you can still get um, the Eagles at plus 550 to win the Super Bowl? I think that's pretty I, I put $50 down when they were plus 3,300. Yeah, but I mean, still now. Uh, well, I think people still think the bill. I, I mean, the bills. Have, let, yeah. The bills let me guess. Lower. The bills and the chiefs are ahead of them. No, actually Philly is second. The chiefs Philly is second. You can get 650 for, for the chiefs, which I also think is kind of crazy. You know, Josh Allen's never beat uh, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs yet. I mean, obviously he's going to have to at some point if he right. wants to win, but like, I don't know, man, that's a lot for Kansas city and Mahomes who've done it multiple times. Yeah. I mean, I think those are the three teams. I think those are the clear three teams. Uh, but well, let's I mean, the get thing is the Eagles have no competition to get to the Super Bowl. Right now, the well, let's get to it. I mean, we're we're talking about it. Let's get to it. Uh, the uh, NFC, well, the NFC, NFL, our Week Seven recap. So supposedly, while I was gone, supposedly. I need like I need I need a neutral. Um, neutral party an independent listen, investigator you can go back and listen whatever you want i it's on record it's literally on record it's recorded it's recorded supposedly i lost my ground and now i'm seven games back uh <laughs> you are our, you came our, into last week not doing so hot well i was you know i was in philly i had other thoughts on my mind okay you um came, you came into you came into the week before did you pick the eagles to beat the cowboys of course i did okay i'm I'm just checking because you I were flirting I, around I, with the Cowboys to I, win. I said I would save my Dallas pick for when they're in Dallas. They're not going to lose. Oh, the they're not going to lose at the link. They're not losing. And ever. I was right. They're the best. They're, <laughs> they're not be. losing ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you were down. Oh, uh, but they are. You, you were down three games. I had a three game lead. And then uh, the week after or the week of the Phillies game, it ballooned to a six game lead. And then Man, what happened? Um, there were a lot weird, of upsets that week. You had a very bad week. You went six and eight. Damn. Yeah. And I'm I know I lost five. my, I know I lost my survivor pick too. Yeah. You went six and eight. Um, I had the giants picked against the, the Colts. That was one of them. I remember. Well, um, I'm going to be picking against the Colts a lot more <laughs> now, buddy. Um, um, but yeah, so I, I six and eight, you had six and eight. I had nine and five. I went nine and five. So I had a really good decent week and then last week i went nine to five nine and five as well consistency that's what it is yeah our only difference was the giants and the jaguars who are not that good they're not that good i am going to pick winning i am going to have the same number of wins as the eagles i i am going to pick against the giants until they eventually lose because they're not that good they're just i will continue to soak up the game difference as i continue to pick the giants. they're so Fucking bad. Um, this is the first week time I picked the Giants. I should. They're the worst six. More. They're the worst six and one football team I have ever seen in my life. They're um, a very creative team, and they're very good at what they do. Yeah. Well, Saquon right. is amazing as well. You know well, this. I mean, I know this. Uh, they're leaning on him so heavily. Like if he goes down there, fucked. Oh yeah, if Saquon gets hurt. It's bye bye. Um. Shit. 
Week seven, uh, the Cardinals beat the Saints. I think the Saints are about to be sellers. There's a lot of rumors that Alvin Kamara might be shopped, as well as a couple other pieces on that offense, Michael Thomas being one of them. Um, the Eagles currently hold their first-round pick, which is the number four overall pick right now, which is just you have the best record in football, and you get a top-five pick. What more could you ask for? Howie Roseman, God bless you. Um Cincinnati Bengals handled their business against the Falcons, the Cowboys. Now, I want to talk about the Cowboys for a second. They did beat the Lions. However, they didn't look good doing it. We have seven quarters of Dak Prescott being the quarterback of the Cowboys, and I have to say that they look better with Cooper Rush. That they The Cowboys looked awful. They looked awful on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, against a bad defense, you'd think that they uh, would do better. Um, but I do – I will say that Dak hasn't played in a couple weeks. Um, so It's the Lions. That defense uh, – Pee Wee team could put 20 yeah, points up they, on they them. Beat them. They beat them. They did enough. All they have to do is enough. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. So, like, all you got to do is enough. Um, and I think mm-hmm. Dak will get there. I, I think it's growing pains. I, I I have faith that he'll do better than he did then. I don't know if I'm gonna I'm not saying that the cow it's the, the Cowboys year or anything, but they have a good defense and they I think Dak will be fine. I'm not worried about it. Worried about their running game more because they you know the way they use Zeke and Pollard in a committee. But I guess if it works, it works for them. Um, yeah. Um, but... This you know will rip up the rip off the band aid now. Um... <clears throat> What happened, Taylor? Hmm? What happened? Because um, I picked the Colts thinking they'd beat the Titans, and you, you look like the team that should be like in a top five again. Listen, listen, listen. Our defense is good. It's elite. Didn't allow a touchdown. Didn't allow a touchdown. The only touchdown came Was it from... a pick six? The only touchdown came from when Matt Ryan threw them the ball. <laughs> and it was pick six. They did not allow a touchdown. Defense is good. I'm not even worried about the defense. The problem is that you the should be because it might win you a game or two enough to not be a well, yeah, but, the, but the offense, <laughs> the offense shoots the defense in the foot and the arm and the leg and then eventually in the head. And they put them in such bad positions that they're always like short field. Always you have to be perfect. Always hold them to a field goal from the the fifty, and it, it's just too much for them eventually. But I mean, they've still been good. Like so, I'm not worried about them. The offense was trash. Matt Ryan and his noodle arm and the fact that he can't move, he's a statue, um, hurt them a lot. And guess what? It got him benched. I'll take my Casey Yeanling. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what about the Colts quarterback as a, a No, not how that works, unit. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Although that might be interesting. <laughs> like, come on. I'll double down. Double or nothing. Double, double or, or nothing. nothing. Double or nothing. No. Well, I, no, this was I, about I, Matt Ryan, not Sam Ellinger. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> you're scared. You're scared because Texas is back, baby. <laughs> you can't even keep a straight face saying that. Look, look at you. Oh my God, you might Matt Ryan might be back in because I, this is what drives me nuts. Why are you starting Sam Ellinger? Start Big Dick Nick. What are you doing? You have a Super Bowl MVP as your backup quarterback and you're not, not trying play? to win. Shame on you. They're not Shame okay. on you. Because you have a guy who's a second-year quarterback as opposed to however old the fuck Nick Foles is. And he's not Doesn't even that matter. good. Doesn't matter. He has, he not has even a monster down there. Yeah. For four games. Not for 13 or more. Like, it, 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 you got to – they're trying Sam Ellinger out. 
if he sucks, fine. We lose. We get a better draft pick. If he's good, then cool. We have our quarterback of the future. Do I think he's going to be the quarterback of the future? No, probably here's not. The, I don't here's know. The thing. Sammy season, and you know what? I'm riding with it. Here's the thing that you have to look at with the Colts now moving forward. One, most likely are going to be sellers at the trade deadline. Two, so who goes? So, yeah, and we'll get to that. So keep an eye on that. And two, like, is Chris Ballard and Frank Reich at this point, you know, lame duck status? Like, is the writing on the wall? Like, Frank Reich, uh, there's been several quarterbacks now that have failed out of the uh, quarterback school of uh, wizardry from Frank Reich. Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, (laughs) and... Now, Matt Ryan, who I could have told you that wasn't going to go well at the beginning of the year, hence why I made the bet. But and that's besides the point. Um, just this Colts offense, man, is broken. It's broke. Um, and you need to you need to build you need to build a, around a young quarterback that can throw football more than five yards down the field. Yeah. So we're trying it out. We're seeing our young guys. See what he has. The other thing that we get with Sam Ellinger is the fact that he can actually run the ball. And so, like, if the co- pocket collapses, which it will, um, because what, what no, faces? What are you making? He's faces? no more or less mobile than Carson was. He's more mobile, at least equally as mobile. So, yeah, that's my point. Uh, like, how'd that yeah, go? Carson is mobile. He's just an idiot. And so, if he makes better decisions than Carson does, which isn't hard, um, then it, it, yeah, he could definitely uh, um, be at least more dynamic than Matt Ryan would have been, which is why they're probably doing it. And the Taylor, upside, you and I are more loses. dynamic than Matt Ryan. Yeah. But the point is if he loses, then fine, we get a better pick and we can actually pick the quarterback of the future. And we know that we can move off of Sam. If Sam's good, then we keep him and cool. wonder if we can rip you guys off again and give you like Gardner Minshew for like a first round pick. Gardner Minshew. I don't think we're doing that because I don't think Chris Ballard will be here long enough. And Frank Reich's definitely getting fired at the end of the year, unless they go and pop off, which I doubt. Uh, Yeah, they're only one game out of (laughs) AFC South. (laughs) That's the sad thing. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, The Commanders, man, something's wrong in Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers are three and four. Just lost to Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders. Um, This Packers offense is broken, man. It is broken more than the Colts, I think. Like, Rodgers just doesn't trust anybody. The play calling is very stale. And, uh, you know, they're predictable. And if you're losing to the Commanders and Taylor Heineke, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And, uh, you know, the Packers all of a sudden, man, uh, where do you go from here? Because if you keep losing, look, Rodgers sure as hell ain't coming back next year. Then what do you do at quarterback? Is it Jordan Love? Do you know what you have in him? If not, you you know, you're not going to be good enough to get a quarterback. Um, you're bad enough to get a high end quarterback in the draft because you're probably going to Aaron Rodgers probably will win you a game or two here and there. Um, but this is a Packers team like you look at it and uh, this team might not even make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you would expect I expected better just because of the fact that they have Aaron Rodgers and that right. make it work. But 
the dude just like he's a terrible leader. He you just see what he said the other His day, body like, language is horrible. His body language day, is awful. He was like, guys who aren't playing well should be benched, basically. Like you should be cut. So you, well. Aaron. So yeah. you. And it's like, okay, that's great. The great way to tell the media about your teammates and, and talk shit about them instead of just doing it to their face and being like, Hey, you need to play better. This is how you can play better, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, no, he's he's awful. We knew this was coming. We saw it, you know. He, he lost his top wide receiver. He had no answers for it. And he, and he, it seems like he's just in it for the money. I don't know. They're broken. They, uh, they are one of the more broken teams because I you just, because of uh, expectations and where they're well, at. Let's talk about the team the that one. may be more broken than the Packers. And that would be Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. who just lost to a team that is clearly in fire sale mode. Fired Matt rule. Traded CMC away. This Panthers team is dog shit. <laughs> Awful. Terrible. PJ Walker was the starting quarterback. Not even Baker or Sam Darnold. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady come in and get shut out for the first three quarters, put up a field goal in the fourth, and lose 21-3. to You want to talk about panic? <laughs> uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, another team that at this rate ain't making it to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with them. They are certainly broken. Like Giselle probably has something on all of them, and if they, <laughs> if Tom Brady gets it, he pray he's probably not even focused on that. He's worried about how much money Giselle's going to take from him or something. I don't know. Yeah, and like he seems distracted. The team all seems distracted. I mean, Mike Mike Evans dropping a wide open touchdown. Like, what yeah, whoa. Um, and I think that was a tone setter for the rest of the game. First drive. Been, I'm like, what the hell? But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um oopsies uh yeah so like i, I just think that it, it's it's really it's really weird like those two games like jaw drop shocked me like that like what the against the panthers the panthers i wonder i wonder i wonder actually. i wonder what a double uh a parlay of the commanders and panthers would have racked up <laughs> probably a lot Oh, he got him out, right? Probably. It'd probably be upwards of uh, plus 2,000. At yeah. Least. At least. Um, Both those games might have been, like, plus 2,000 on their own. Let's go to... Um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. The 6-1 and one New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the Jaguars. Um, barely, by, a, like, half a yard, they beat the Jaguars. Um, but I digress. This Giants team is winning by the by by inches each and every week. It's eventually going to come back to bite him because Daniel Jones hasn't had a true test yet on the road this season, or, or really against any worthy opponent. Um, the, Saquon Barkley is their only weapon. Their wide receiver one is Wandale Robinson. This defense is good. They're making plays. I'll give them that. But this is a Giants team that just. They're they're not a six and one football team, and people are starting to talk about them as the second best team in the NFC. God, let, let let's pump the brakes on that, okay? Because uh, Giants fans, you you have a test coming up this week. Uh, not a test that I had expected in the beginning of the year for it to be a test, but it's becoming a test. And then the the, the schedule gets harder in November and December for the Giants. Um, yes, they have a win against the Ravens. Not so sure how good of a win that is now. Packers sure as hell. I mean, Commanders just beat the Packers too. So, I mean, you can't really use that either. Uh, but, 
this Giants team frustrates me because they're not that good. They're not that good. Look, Brian Dable, coach of the year. Mm, yes. I, He's absolutely. a finalist. He's a finalist. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely a finalist. Running, he's I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to the coach that hasn't lost a game yet. But no, because he has the all the ch- talent in the world, if he were to lose games, it would be shocking. You have the best roster in the league. He has not say that again. Say close. that again. Say, say, say that again. You have the best roster in the league. Oh, in terms of uh, overall you. depth, you, yeah, the, you, well, you don't really have many holes. Uh, they just added. I don't Robert think you're the best Quinn team, too. but that's that is not neither here oh, nor there. You know, you know, not oh. everybody's perfect, Taylor. Um, but okay. <laughs> um, you missed me. I certainly, maybe. <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> um, what was I saying? <laughs> that I don't know. You're talking some bullshit have the best about the Giants, but the Giants don't. And so the fact that he's able to be six and one with a shitty roster, same amount of wins as your team with the 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 New York. a bye. We can't we can't win a game on a bye. We've won everything that's been do. in front of great us. Great teams do. What? But the point is, the point is, the point is, they still have six wins and one loss. That they do, and the Giants are six and, and they one. Shouldn't. And you keep saying that they're the worst. They're the worst. They're the worst they were the worst team I've ever They were the worst seen. three and O team. They were the worst two and they are two and one team. They were the Eagles would beat one team. The Eagles would beat this team by one team. The Eagles would beat this team by 20, 30 points. Would they? Yes. I'd like to see it. I can't wait. wait. We have to wait till December, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the Brian Dable's a a genius. No, he's not. He he is very very good at what he's doing, and he's using his personnel perfectly for what they are. And they're relying yes, heavily I on Saquon. I will Saquon. give him that. He and, he and has is... he has made lemonade out of like one lemon. I yeah. will give him that. Yeah. However, um. I just, I, I, reality is going to sit real hard with the Giants come like this week. Um, the Ravens and the Browns, the Ravens, um, t- t- they've been scuffing and beating a lowly Browns team by a field goal. There, there is some legitimate concern with the Ravens too. Lamar has not looked very good after what seemed to be looking like a promising season for Lamar betting on himself. He has not looked very good um, in past weeks. This Ravens defense seems to be giving up a lot more um, than we'd expect. Uh, but the Browns are two and five, you know, you know, and we said all they need to do is hold water with Sean Watson. Um, they're not really holding water. The Browns find themselves at two and five quickly falling out of it. And Deshaun Watson, by the time he comes back, they may be out of it. Um, but the Ravens find themselves in first place in the division still at four and three. Uh, yeah, I, I expect more from the Ravens. I don't like the way that they're winning games. No, um, I don't either. But, you know, a win's a win. And as for the Browns, yeah, I mean, this was the, always the, the issue is that they, they don't have a good quarterback. They have a game manager at best. Um, and if you force him to throw, that's the way you beat him. It's pretty simple um, if you can stop their running game. Um, and don't just let it dominate you because uh, they have two great running backs, obviously. But the thing is they need – their quarterback and you know they won't we won't be able to judge them really until he's back and then we can start no. if they're bad then you can be like okay well i mean now you have real problems um so yeah uh browns browns you hope for a couple more wins before 
Watson's back. That that's yeah. That's it just helpful. I mean the Browns' hope was to stay afloat for Watson to come back and you know a couple more losses and it, it might look a little shaky. Um, the Jets. How did Taylor? The, the <laughs> Jets too. I'm talking about another team. You just look and you're like wonder like how how are they five and two? Look, I'm happy for Jets fans because honestly they deserve it. Um, they're just a very confusing five and two football team to me. Um, Zach Wilson is proving to be pretty inept at the quarterback position, which surprises me because I liked Wilson coming out of college. Um, you can't win many football games in the NFL making only 10 pass attempts, but you could do it against the Broncos and Brett Ripon. You definitely can. Um, the Broncos are uh, that, that I think Taylor, you want to talk about a lot of the teams disappointing. Um, you know, and the list is getting long here. I mean, there's a lot of teams that not just you and I, but a lot of people out there had a lot of expectations for, and they have just fallen flat. This Broncos team is one of them. I had them winning the goddamn division <laughs> for crying out loud. Um, two and five, obviously Brett Ripon in the game, but honestly, the way Russell Wilson's been playing, Brett Ripon kind of looked better. Um, but you know, they, they, they the play calling's horrible. Nathaniel Hackett seems way over his head. The defense is good. The Broncos' defense is very good, and we have known that, and they have been good this year. Uh, they just can't put points up on the board. Um, the Jets were able to do enough. A uh, big win for the Jets, but at a big cost as well as they lose Brees Hall and Elijah, um, Elijah Vera Tucker to season-ending injuries. Big blows for the Jets. Obviously, the Jets did acquire James Robinson um, to kind of help soften the blow for Brees Hall. But uh, Brees Hall was a big reason why that Jets offense was playing well, and Elijah Vera Tucker is probably the heart of that offensive line. Hurts um, for them. But, you know, they at the, at the end of the day, the Jets have the second-best record in the AFC. So, <laughs> Which is crazy. Um... Uh, yeah, that was a real sentence. <laughs> everyone the jets have the second best record in the afc uh yeah and the jets are they have good pieces they're they jetsing really young yeah go jets you know sauce gardner is every, He's good. everything as advertised that he was supposed to be yes. um their their defensive line is is really good, good. that's Very how good. they were able to beat the packers they really pressured aaron Rodgers and made him super super uncomfortable um the other week and and I mean, we knew that they were going to probably beat the Broncos because the Broncos offense is bad as, as it is. And then you add in a tough, tough Jets defense. And then on the offensive side, you have Brees Hall, which, you know, he is gone. He has torn his ACL. He's out for the season. Um, but he was a bright spot, a very, very shiny bright spot. Um, and so, you know, for the future, Jets are looking pretty good on offense. They have some weapons. They have Garrett Wilson. Um you don't know if the quarterback is there yet. Like Zach Wilson is doing okay. He's playing all right. He's doing enough to make them win and he's not losing games for them. So you're happy about that. I don't know if he's really the answer to like take you to the next level and win you Super Bowls or make you compete for championships. Um, but you like where you're at with the rest of the team around him. It's coming together. And so even if he's not the answer, maybe eventually you find the quarterback down the road. But for the next couple of years, you have these young pieces that are awesome. And you have the second best record, and that's why I think they traded for uh, uh, James Robinson after after Brees Hall went down because they're still trying to compete. And good for them. Well, and, and that's so my but one of my buddies who's a, a Jets fan, he, uh, him and I said the same thing. It's like this is what's different between typical Jets 
and what the Jets are this year. Typical Jets, it's like, oh, here we go again. Brees Hall, torn ACL, we can't have nice things. No, the Jets, Jets think they have something here and went out and addressed it. Yeah. And James Robinson, yeah, he got traded. Yeah, he kind of fell behind the shadows of Travis Etienne. But this is a dude that was in the top three in scrimmage yards for the running back position in 2020 was very good until he tore his ACL and obviously they drafted ETN and you know, it just didn't work out. James Robinson, you know, I'm not going to say he's better than Brees Hall. It's kind of hard to compare the two, but Uh, you shouldn't be missing a beat with James Robinson. Yeah, no, I don't think he's, and you still have Michael Carter. I don't think he's better by any means than Brees Hall. Um, But because I I do think that Brees Hall has a, a higher ceiling because he he's he's so young. Not I mean James Robinson's pretty young too, but but I like Brees Hall better. But still, like you're trading for a guy who in the beginning of the season we thought that oh Travis Etienne owners you're you're screwed. You from uh, fantasy I mean you're screwed because he's buried behind James Robinson and James Robinson seems fine. <laughs> the problem is I think they just wanted it to be Etienne all along, so it's always going to be that kind of phase out. Um, yeah, but- it's not by any means a Jaguar selling, but I think the opportunity arose for them to dump Robinson exactly. and allow ETN to take it over, and it, it worked for I both sides. It, it worked out for them. They had ETN in the position, and he had already been taking the snaps at, right. as the RB1, and so it was like, okay, but we still have this guy. And in fact, they probably shut him down to use him as a trade piece in case a team like the Jets needed someone on a short notice when their uh, running back went down because – James Robinson was always good. It was just like, you don't really need two of them when ETN can do it all. So it's like, cool. You, you keep ETN. That's the guy you drafted. You, you spent a high pick on him um, and you can get value back for James Robinson. And it works out perfectly for both sides. Yeah. Uh, let's go. I mean, there's not much to say about the Raiders and the Texans. Raiders handled the Texans. Texans look like one of the worst teams in football. Um, the Seahawks beat the Chargers. Look, the Seahawks are better than I think we all anticipated, and that that's a lot of credit to what Geno Smith has been able to do um, as their quarterback this season. However, I want to talk about the Chargers as well because, uh, I mean, this is on the coaching staff, and, and I told you, Taylor, like – the one thing holding me back with this Chargers team, they have all the talent in the world. Losing J.C. Jackson for the season is going to kill them. But uh, on the defensive side of things, they have all the weapons. They have, And Mike Williams is out now for a good while. And they have the weapons. They have the quarterback. They have all this promise. Brandon Staley, I, 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 he, he does not – he cannot be a head coach. He cannot be a head coach. They continuously seem to be outcoached. They continuously make dumb mistakes. I mean, you want to go back to the Browns game. There was no reason for it. No reason for it. Each and every week, they have a couple moments where it's just like, what are they doing? Um, And it's going to be the Achilles heel of the Chargers. Do I think they might make the playoffs? They might. They're not going to win that division. Um, But the Chargers might, you know, it's going to be the same thing. They might be a wild card team, but coaching is going to fail them. They'll fire Brandon Staley at the end of the year. They'll hire Sean Payton. And then there'll be a Super Bowl contender next season. Yeah, that's 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 probably what's going to happen. I mean, you have all the talent in the world. Again, we talk about this with a lot of teams where you like you have the talent, but you don't have the the coach to put it together. Um, and 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 Justin Herbert, I mean, for his credit, he's been one of the best quarterbacks, at least regular season wise, not so much winning wise, but stat wise, he has been. And you wonder why he doesn't win more games. And then you wonder at some point whether it, it's the coach that's holding him back. Like if you get a coach like Sean Payton and then you just unlock like 
Justin Herbert within a perfect offense, perfectly uh, uh, set up for him with good clock management and situational awareness when it comes to certain plays, situational football, you know, um, like they say, and, and, and he'll be able to win more games because right now as a starter, he, he, I don't even think he has a winning record um, as a total starter. I think he's like, which is nuts because, like which is nuts because we put it's Justin good. Herbert on this pedestal, right? We put him up in the higher echelon of young quarterbacks. Because, yeah. Like he's we compare him with quarterback. We compare him with Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. but yet you look at his record. He hasn't made the playoffs once. He has a losing record. Uh, and and you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, for example. They came into the league together, same draft class. Jalen Hurts has a playoff playoff game under his belt. He has a division title under his belt, and he is now an MVP finalist as of to date, right now. But it's just crazy the conversations between Herbert and Hurts. Like one is like idiot proof can't do anything wrong and hurts he slips once and everybody's like oh is 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 he really the guy now that conversation hasn't happened that much this year but it's been intriguing to see going into the season that hurts technically career-wise may be ahead of herbert but yet in the big picture we all think of herbert as way ahead of hurts you see you see what i'm saying here a little bit yeah but i i think it comes down to the draft pick, where they were drafted. No, I think it comes down to yeah, um, we've seen Herbert make throws that are like otherworldly. Not that Hertz has, I mean, especially this year. I guess we're not really talking about this year because I don't think that that's been a conversation really. Everyone is, I think, consensus on like Hertz has been really good this year. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't really had a bad game, and that's why they're 6-0. and um, But Herbert... Herbert can make all the throws in the world and he's got all the physical gifts and he's becoming better, even a better thrower than he has been in the past. Um, he has been dealing with an injury this year, but um, I just think everyone sees the talent of Herbert. And at first they, they were kind of worried about, you know, Jalen's his arm, his strength, his, his uh, accuracy and all that. But then he's, he's now, uh, they've now unlocked kind of, a whole new realm of possibility with the way they use him in the running game, which they really kind of got to last year. And then now this year, they're fully like leaning into it. And the fact that he is as good of a runner as say a Josh Allen, um, and also can throw the ball well, especially when he's given the weapons to do so, um, like an AJ Brown and stuff. And so you, 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 you see that and you got to give it to Jalen Hurts this year, especially because he, he has been six and zero. and you look at Herbert and Herbert's always had the weapons though. He's always had, well, Keenan Allen is always out with injury, but you're like, he has spurts of Keenan Allen. You have Mike Williams, who's been, you know, a stud. You have Austin Eckler, who's one of the best running backs in the league. Um, and you're just like, why, why haven't you done it? And then maybe you, at that point, you got to be like, all right, well, Peterson or not Peterson, uh, Sirianni and, and, and Staley. And you, looking at the two and it's like well Sirianni he's doing everything right he's using his quarterback perfectly to his the best of his ability and that's why you don't hear that talk about uh, Jalen Hurts anymore because Jalen Hurts isn't trying to do the things that he's not able to do he's the coach has put him into the perfect situation running the perfect play calls and teaching him the perfect way to be his perfect self 
And I just don't think that they're doing that with Herbert and, and, and forces Brandon, him to do too much. Sometimes Brandon Staley is not putting Herbert in positions to, no. um, to succeed. Um, the chiefs and the Niners, I think this game got away from the Niners of, you know, as it got into the second half and I don't think it's fully reciprocant of, you know, what the Niners are going to be this year. However, I think it was a little bit of a slice of humble pie thinking, of people who thought the Niners may be the second best team in the NFC. I don't think they are. Um, the addition of CMC does make that offense very interesting. Garoppolo is a game manager. However, he's not going to win you games. He can lose you them though, um, but he will manage the game. Um, and, and look, you know, you know, you, they rely on that defense so much, right? You, you know, and, to have the Chiefs slice and dice them, you know, behind Patrick. Look, I mean, if there's a team to slice and dice anybody, it's the Chiefs, right? But you know, it, it's it's kind of one of those things. Like, those are the type of teams that if the Niners want to get above, you know, get to that next step, which you know they've lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, they've lost to teams with high octane offenses. If you want to get over that hump, you have to go toe to toe with a team like the Chiefs, and they proved once again that they cannot. Yeah, I and now they're three and four. I I mean I do it's hard to say who's the best second best team in the NFC. I think I'd probably give it to uh the Vikings right now. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Um, and then, which is so cringy. Oh yeah. so cringy. And then I mean the Giants have to be in there just because on record right now, that's where they are. Um and take and the then, Cowboys and then, before I take the Giants. And then the San Francisco has to be up there. Well, that's that that's fair. Um, the I'm still going to give the benefit of the doubt to the Rams too. I'm not giving up the benefit of that anymore. I mean, they've shown me enough to say that they're a mediocre team this year. I don't think that they're in the conversation for second best. Will they make the playoffs? So maybe, but I don't think they're the second best. Um, but San Francisco could get there. I do believe that, especially if Bosa is able to come back at some point and, and play, um, and play well, that defense is scary. Good. And the offense, I think will get better better i mean it's one game oh of course no i'm not i'm not you know look look. like give shanahan a couple weeks of scheming up more plays dmc debo samuel brandon iu george kittle that's a scary i'm not i'm not denying that at all but you know i I just and we've seen we've seen them do it before though like cmc's a a sexy name but like he's not that's not that's not the guy that's gonna take you to the super bowl no, I mean, I'm he's going to be a good asset to you. I'm not saying that. I said could take them to be the second best team in the NFC. Like, oh, I'm not I'm not talking about Super Bowl. No, I'm just saying who's the best, who's the second best team in the NFC. I think that the Niners could, could be. be that in a couple weeks. I think yeah. they could evolve into that. Just the way that Shanahan makes offensive plays and, like, designs his offensive, give him a couple weeks with CMC and then – Oh, absolutely. Debo and you won't know who to guard – and it could be really, really good. And we've seen him literally take – we have seen him be good enough to take teams to uh, – Jimmy Garoppolo, good enough to take teams to the to the Super Bowl. Obviously, yeah. he didn't win because at the end of the day, you need to win the biggest game. You usually need your quarterback to play at least above average. Um, the but, the yeah. thing is, like, Garoppolo doesn't have, like, that Nick Foles performance in him. He just doesn't have that ability. Like he, like, have we ever seen Jimmy Garoppolo throw for three touchdown passes? Let alone like go toe to toe with a Patrick Holmes. 
Probably. I, I can't. I could look it up right now. If well, I'm sure maybe. I'm sure maybe he's thrown every squirrel at least once. Every squirrel's you know finds a nut, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's but just the, like, I mean he's if he's getting design plays from Shanahan that are just having Debo and people just wide open, then that's how you do it. It's not going to be him throwing the ball 80 yards to a, a, in a tiny window. No, it's uh, not, I'm not, not expecting to him to. But, but can you give it to Kittle and have him run? But through, you know, you know, yak yard. What happens? Yeah. No, and I'm not saying that. But what happens when you know you blink your eyes and you're down 14, 17, nothing? You know, because Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or the Eagles just went you know, well, complete ape I mean, shit on you, you're not going to be able to run those plays. That's the problem when you're, you're a run first team, when you're doubling down on getting a running back where you already have Debo who kind of plays running back. So yeah, like, yeah, you have on first down, you have like a plethora of plays, but if you get into third and 13, second and, and, and 17, then what do you do? You can't run Double the ball. Like to CMC. Yeah. He's not going to do that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And if you get down, like you said, Game script goes against your run game. Okay, you can splink, sprinkle them in here and there. It's a long game. You don't have like it's not a game of Madden where you're, you're six minute quarters. You have you have time, um, but you know you can only do so much. And if you're down by seventeen in the second half, then it's like okay, well now you got to throw it more. And can CMC get in uh into the passing game? Of course, of course. And that's another thing where it's like okay, maybe he can be more effective than if you got like a like a Derrick Henry, like he's just a bruiser. So he's he, you're gonna be handing it off to him cmc can get involved in the run game or passing game as well so that is there is that dimension of it but ultimately is garoppolo ever going to be the sole reason you won a game you're never going to go out and be like oh we won that game because garoppolo went off no probably not (laughs) yeah yeah, i can't even say that sentence (laughs) like it just sounds weird yeah no you, you probably are um so uh the dolphins did beat the steelers on sunday night Pickett looks awful um, the Bears beat the Patriots in a little bit of a surprise on Monday night. Um, Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones. The Patriots are the most confu- one of the most confusing teams, I think, in the NFL to figure out this year. Um, let's go to our NFL Week 8 preview and predictions. We're going to go through these kind of quickly, go through our fantasy studs and duds, and get the heck on out of here. Uh, at the day the show airs will be Thursday. Thursday night football is a good one. Well, was supposed to be a good, and it might not be anymore. Uh, Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Uh, the, I, I mean, look, Tampa is really scuttering. You know, they they are not playing good football right now. Tom Brady looks lost. The, uh, the offense is not in sync. The defense is missing pretty bad tackles, um, and Baltimore is not playing at their best too. Uh, you know, these are two teams not playing their best football right now. Which one's going to show up? I am going to go with Baltimore, though. I think they've shown a little bit more, and there's at least a little more upside here at the quarterback position with Lamar Jackson right now than what Tom Brady has been able to show us right now. Yeah, this is uh, actually a pretty tough one because um, well, you don't feel all, good about either, right? First of all, yeah. Let's say, thankfully, that there is actually a good game on Thursday night. Is it a good game, though? Um, I mean, it should be. It should be. It's at least against, like, you know, with two, on paper, top quarterbacks. Yeah, two teams uh, that should, you know, going into the year, we thought, yeah, this team's going to be good. Also, two teams that are desperate because, you know, the Ravens are 4-3, and three, Buccaneers are 3-4. and four. They both need a win. They, the Ravens need to start gaining momentum so that maybe they can, they can compete for the AFC North or just, you know, the playoffs in general. And the Buccaneers, who, you know, it's Tom Brady's not out here to to have team uh, to have losing records to have even a 500 team. 
the dude is 45 years old. He came back and it destroyed his marriage to win football games and to try to win Super Bowls. If he comes back and comes out of retirement for this crap, like he's he's got to be furious. And that's why we're seeing it. He's literally yelling at his teammates on the side. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we've seen it. Because because of this bullshit. It's like it's like he, he literally is like extending his career because he wants to compete for a championship. It's, all, it's a championship or bust for Tom Brady. Like, he's not 24 just trying to get better. He's 45. He just wants to win. And so, yeah, it's it's it, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers at home, they oh. they uh, they write the ship and uh, they have to get a win. They'll be desperate. Yeah, uh, I it wouldn't shock me either way. Uh, we go to the Sunday slate. Uh, we have another London game this week. And uh, boy, you better wake up early for this one. Let me tell you. Uh, Rocco's country. Let's ride. Uh, <laughs> play the Jaguars. Um, uh, did you see the report that Russell Broncos Wilson country? Is... Let's ride. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the report about Russell Wilson doing stretches to keep like his hamstring loose while everybody else was sleeping? Dude, he is just he is a bit man. He is a bit every moment of his life. I can't. He's become a meme. I can't take him. I can't take him. And I think the Jaguars are simply a better football team. I'm taking them to beat the Broncos in Wembley. This is like their second home. Jacksonville's used to playing in London. <laughs> I mean, that is that is pretty true. Um, uh, I, I'm taking... And if Wilson, if Wilson Wilson plays, he's not 100%. And look, it wasn't good 100%. Can't imagine what it's going to be not 100%. Um, yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, um, I, I I'm taking the Jaguars because the Broncos' offense is maybe the worst offense I've ever seen. This should football. going into the season. This should have been a no-brainer. I know we should be like Broncos. Let's move on. I know, and it's not. And I, I think now it's Jaguars. Let's move on because the Broncos are just bad. If they win games, it's based on their defense, which you know we've seen Trevor Lawrence fold on their good defense against he good had, defenses. He yeah, four four fumbles against the Eagles and was yeah. the sole reason they lost pretty much. Um, mm. So like we've seen that happen. So it wouldn't surprise me if, because uh, the, the only way that that Broncos win games now is, is defense. Like it's the only way they can win games. So there's that, but I, I, I I'm still taking the Jaguars for my money. Um, let's go to the Panthers and the Falcons. Uh, yes. Carolina beat Tampa Bay. Do I think it was a little bit of a flash in the pan, like playing for the new coach type deal? Yeah, I do. I've liked Atlanta a little bit this year. I mean, there are games where they do not show up, and there are games where it's like, okay, we might got something there. Um, Carolina's just bad. I'm not trusting P.J. Walker a second week. I'll, I'll take Atlanta at home here. Are you kidding me? I, I don't – I think them beating the 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 Bucks was – had to have been an aberration. It had to have been like, there's this, no way that this, this team seems awful. There's awful. no way that this team is good. And so, yeah, I'm putting Atlanta in because Atlanta fights, man, Atlanta fights. I mean, they didn't really fight against uh, the, Cincinnati, no, they kind of laid Cincinnati, over and played dead, but yeah, I think Cincinnati just like it bashed them in the head over the head in the first like couple quarters, like the first half. I mean, he threw for 300 yards. And I mean, Jamar Chase had like two touchdowns and over 200 yards receiving in the first half. It yeah, was a little exactly. ridiculous. Exactly. Like, so I think it was just kind of a, like this really good team. Cause I do think Cincinnati is really good. Punch them in the mouth 
and uh, they couldn't recover. But it was the only game that they didn't cover the spread. So I, I, I do think that Atlanta can fight and win this game. I mean, the Panthers are god awful. They have to be. They have to be. They want they to be. They that's, want. To that's be. my logic with the Giants. They're, they're owner, not that good. No, but their owner wants them to like. It, I know they they, they are intent, they, if you're trading McCaffrey away you're tanking. Yeah, um, exactly. And starting da- to <laughs> da- Dallas. Oh, well, it might not be much different than Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Um, Dallas and <laughs> Dallas and Chicago. Um, the Bears are are not that good. They did have a nice show on Monday night, but uh, they just traded Robert Quinn to my Eagles. Um, they are clearly realizing what they are this year. Um, Dallas is, I mean, they have Dak Prescott back. They are one of the better teams in the NFC. There's no way I'm taking Chicago in this one. Yeah. We're coming up on the NFL, uh, trade deadline and, and it seems to be that they are going to be sellers. Um, they already are. Um, yeah, they're not a good team. So I'm going to go with Dallas because Dallas is at least competing now. That's their goal is to compete. Now they have a great defense and I don't see how, uh, that Justin Fields is going to be doing very much of anything. I mean, if, if he tries to run it, then, you know, they have Parsons or Van Der Esch, who's probably going to be a spy at some point. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, there's so many ways that the, the, uh, the Cowboys can make it really, really difficult for the bears. Miami at Detroit. Now this game is really interesting because we don't really know what, like what to think of Miami and we don't really know what to think of Detroit either. I mean, Detroit's obviously one and five, but they are getting Deandre Swift back. They are getting Amon Ross St. Brown back. Some of that defense is coming back. Um, You know, Detroit could put the points up, you know, when they got their weapons, Uh, Miami has clearly struggled since their hot start. I'm going Detroit. Fuck it. I'm going Detroit. Well, I think you're insane for picking them, but more power to you. I'm not the one who's seven games back, but um, <laughs> I'm going with uh, Miami because, you know, they haven't lost yet with uh, Tua. I don't know. Yeah, let's start taking some risks here. Yeah, well, uh, Tua's undefeated. So uh, I, I, I... Tua also barely beat the Steelers and put up 16 points. Yeah, and the Steelers have a decent enough defense. I mean, it's not like he was it going up against this Lions defense? No, I think that the Dolphins and uh, their, their receiving core is going to eat, eat uh, against this this Lions defense. I'm, I'm taking them for sure. Uh, Minnesota and Arizona. I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. Minnesota and Arizona. Yeah. Is it in Arizona? Not that that really changes my name. Well, Taylor, this is the first weekend Call of Duty um, online play will be out, so I'm taking Minnesota. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What time? And it's at one o'clock. Okay, okay, okay. No, no. Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota. Minnesota. One o'clock. Do you hammer that Minnesota. One o'clock and MVP. COD online play comes out this weekend. I mean, <laughs> there's zero chance that arrow right? points Vikings, zero. baby. <laughs> like it, hammer the spread. The 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 the. the you know, the uh, <laughs> uh, Vikings to cover the spread even. Hammer, oh, hammer, man. Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> the Raiders and the Saints. I'm going to take the Raiders on the road on this one. I think the Saints, there's something going on there. They're not fully healthy. Andy Dalton is starting. They haven't looked very good. They have weapons, and you want the Saints to be good. But at this point, uh, there's talks of them selling too. I think the Raiders may finally be trying to – get back into the swing of things. They've, they've looked better of the past couple of weeks. Josh Jacobs is running like a madman. Uh, didn't really see that one coming fantasy people. I didn't either. Um, 
Josh Jacobs was one of those guys I was like avoiding entirely. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders on the road on this one. Something don't feel right with me with the Saints. Oh, this is a tough one because I do think that the uh, the Raiders are not a good team either is the thing. Um, no, I don't think so either, but they've looked better than the Saints. Yeah. Uh, I Two teams with top five picks. I mean, what, what, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's a crapshoot either way. I guess I'll go with the Raiders because they have been looking better on offense and, and Josh Jacobs has been killing it. My friend, uh, my roommate has in uh, the league that we're in, he has Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs. It's like turning out to be the top two running backs, which yeah, is crazy. Looking pretty good right about, now. But, uh, he's set at the running back position. Uh, the Patriots at the Jets. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, don't really know. You know, the thing is, like, no matter what the Jets' record is, the Patriots seem to, like, have the house of horrors when they go visit the Jets. I don't know what it is, um, but they never play well at MetLife against the Jets. Uh, but, you know, the Patriots are kind of dog doo-doo this year. Um, I'm going to go with the Jets. I'm going to go out on a limb here and take the Jets over the Pats. Um, I don't know if that's going out on a limb or not, but see the, the only problem with me, I like the only hindrance that I'm like looking at, because I do think the jets are, I mean, they've been good. Like I can't say that they're not a good team. They have been good. Uh, now, I mean, it only took us till like this week to really embrace that. Um, but the Patriots have a good defense and, you know, Bilicek is well seasoned against the jets obviously um without Brees hall james robinson coming in how is that gonna is that gonna be seamless can the jets defense put enough pressure on mac zappy whichever one is whichever one is going it doesn't really matter there in my mind there's not that much difference i mean zappy has been playing better that's why he came in for mac after that pick but um still not a good team offensively for sure um, but the only way that they win games, the way that I had them beat the Browns a couple of weeks ago was, you know, okay, stop the run game, force right. uh, Jacoby Brissett to throw the ball. Lo and behold, they win. The Jets, stop the run game, force Zach Wilson to throw the ball. Can he uh, perform well? I don't know. And so that's where I'm on the fence about this. I guess I'll go Jets because they're at home. Um, and I... I I think they've been the better team so far. So I'll, I'll go Jets, but I don't feel great about it. I, I feel like it's like the safe, like the safe pick because you don't know what Patriots. The thing is, you don't know what Patriots team is going to show up. But I think it's very strange that the Patriots ha- are uh, two and a half point favorites. Um, yes, I, I'd say hammer that because yes, I, me too. I, I I just think the Jets are definitely going to be able to win or. Or uh, close Tennessee at Houston. Um, I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm gonna go. Tennessee. Houston has looked like just they 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 look like Liberty University in the NFL. I mean, I don't think the Titans are very good, but the Texans are trash. So, yeah. um, what turned out to be what could have been a Carson Wentz revenge game I between wish. him and Matt Ryan oh, so is wish. now between Taylor Heineke and Sam Ellinger. Um, <laughs> oh my. Good God, this game gives me AIDS. Uh, Washington Commanders at the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I oh God, I mean, I know who you're going with. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're both terrible. Um, <laughs> Colts have a good defense, though. They really do. It's the difference. It's the difference. I'm going with Commanders. You're silly. That's another game for me. Uh, the Colts are going to win this game, if not only because of their defense. I'm going to take um, my bets with Sam Ellinger not beating me. I'll take my bets with Sam Ellinger beating you. He's back, and he's going to be a beast. He's going to throw for 200 yards, uh, and, one touchdown, and how back has and how back has Texas been? Since that statement doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, okay. I'm not okay. talking about Texas. I'm just talking about. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just yeah. saying the logic applies. It's relatable. Okay. Okay. Um, San Francisco at the Rams. I'm going San Fran. Um, I've had no reason to believe that the Rams are better than San Francisco at this point. I think another week with CMC into the playbook. I think San Francisco presents a lot more on the offensive side of the ball than what the Rams will be able to control. And the Rams seem broken offensively right now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going San Francisco in what should be a home like atmosphere for San Francisco, because every time they go to LA, it seems to be the case. Well, most teams, when they go to LA, it seems to be the case, but especially the Niners, cause they're not that far away. Right. Uh, so f- fans can travel pretty easily. Um, just have to pay for the, you know, for the, 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 the game there and and they might be able to go home the same day if they want um but yeah i'm going with the rams too another week with cmc it's only going to get better from there like i was saying earlier the rams when they play good defenses they tend to fold pretty easily um and the 49ers have a good defense regardless of they're missing uh bosa or not um so yeah i I, i'm taking the niners like i said i think the niners can make a push for the second best team in the nfc so yeah i i mean I am with you on that. I just want to see it before I That's fair. am there. Um, the Giants travel across country to go to Seattle. And believe it or not, this may be their biggest test of the season so far. <laughs> um, hostile environment. Seahawks are playing good football. Geno Smith is playing pretty good ball right now. Um, and I just don't think the Giants are that good. I'm going to take Seattle. I'm taking them. <laughs> Um, I think I'll take Seattle too, because as far as the Giants have been playing well, uh, the Seahawks have also been playing well and they are at home. And so that, and Seahawks are one of the few places that really give you a, you don't go there and win easily. Yeah. Like it really does give you a, they have a name for themselves. The, the, the 11th man, you know, but look at the Giants road games this year. You went to London, you played Washington in Washington. And you play Jacksonville and Jack. They have not had a hostile environment yet. Yeah, and 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 that's yeah. They're gonna have one in in Seattle, and so I, I think that that that'll be. Uh, I I could definitely see the Giants winning still because Seahawks aren't a good team. Um, right. so aren't a great team. I should say they they've been good. Geno Smith has his moments, so I am gonna go with the Seahawks. Green Bay at Buffalo on Sunday night. I mean, this game Buffalo. at the beginning of the year was like, wow. Um, yeah. I don't no. even think we need to say our picks on this one. No, it's Buffalo. Buffalo, to me, is the best team in the league. I know you'll disagree, but that, that's that's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is we won't even get to know. Like, we won't even know until possibly the Super Bowl. Like, All right. <laughs> the way the Eagles are playing, the way the NFC looks. Speaking of... The greatest team ever. Um, 
The Eagles play Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Uh, the Eagles made a big trade today. They they acquired Robert Quinn from the Bears for a fourth round pick. LOL. Um, dude, just set your franchise record last year in sacks at 18 and a half. And all we had to do was give him a fourth rounder. Hell yeah. Um, the Eagles are gearing up. And supposedly, according to a, a lot of reports and a lot of the people I follow from Philly, they're not done. Um, they're looking to add a running back to pair with Miles Sanders. They were in on CMC. Uh, we'll see. Um, I think the I think the logical pairing with Miles Sanders would be Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will see. Uh, the Eagles six and zero playing the low life Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, in Philly, <laughs> Eagles by a lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to pick the Eagles too. Yeah. Like I said, they have the best roster and they've only improving it. Like you have all these pieces. It's, it's, it's kind of like, like, if you don't win, then what are you doing? Like if you, if, if you, if you weren't oh, winning right now, I thought, if, I thought you were asking me personally. Sorry. Right, if you weren't, if you weren't <laughs> winning right now, then like, you know, Sirianni would be in the hot seat. Uh, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts would be in the hot seat because like with everything that's around them, like it's absurd. Like, and they just keep adding picks. It's it's an arms race, and the Eagles are all in. And it's I, I think obviously they're six and zero. They haven't lost a game, so they see it as you know, it's now. It's now. We have a golden opportunity to win this. Uh, and and the so- scary part is like they they are so young, and their future is so locked in, and they're not giving away big picks for this talent. They have mm-hmm. two first round picks next year. One of them. Today is the number four overall pick right now. Um, this I'm tell Howie Roseman. Uh, I I'm sorry for every poor thing I said about you about two years ago to date at this point. Uh, but I mean, my God, he has constructed a masterpiece, and they they continue um, carrying it forward. Now I'm just, I'm looking at ticket prices, Taylor, for all of these games. Um, cause like the, the way they show it, like on the games, like they have tickets and tickets as low as next to it. Mm-hmm. And every single game has tickets as low as in under a hundred dollars, except two Buffalo and Philadelphia Buffalo as low as two Oh two Philly as low as two seventy four. Those are your two Super Bowl teams. I mean that that's I mean that's where the money's going. I just found it interesting. Like, you know, you can find tickets for pretty much did you know the Colts you could find tickets as low as thirty dollars? I did not. Well but I'm sure it's on the I'm sure they're like begging people to get tickets to see the Sam Eleanor face off against Taylor Heineke. I mean that's horrible. I'm excited because it's either like I said, I said to you this to you on Twitter. I'm excited because because with Matt Ryan, you knew what you were getting every week. And like it was gonna be either, you know, he has a decent week and it was like cool, we we might win this game, or he's gonna be the same old Matt Ryan and 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 he was gonna suck. And this week, it's completely unknown. Like maybe it'll he'll suck. And if he does, it's like, okay, well, at least we know. And we can we can tank hopefully and and get a better pick oh, get in the top so, three hopefully. So here's a nice little tidbit that's been passed along with a couple NFL sources, including Garofalo and a uh, couple other NFL reporters. The Eagles have had talks with Alvin for Alvin Kamara. Hmm. 
Well, that would certainly be good. Oh, boy! Uh, if the Eagles get Alvin Kamara, oh, my God. Um, we still have another game. Uh, Bengals and the Browns are on Monday night. Uh, I'm not pick. I'm not touching Cleveland. No. Nope. Bengals and the Browns. Yeah, no. I'm gonna gonna go ahead and uh, pick Cleveland or not Cleveland. Uh, the Bengals in that one. The Bengals look to be in like back, back pretty close to back to Super Bowl form, or at least um, competing in the AFC. Um, they had their woes in the beginning of the season, but it looks like they've worked out a lot of those, and now they seem to be picking up momentum. And, and really moving it. So I, I, I do think that they're, they're, I'm not going to be picking against them. Um, let's go to our, our fantasy studs and duds, Taylor, our segment that has been pretty accurate all season long, if I don't say so myself. For the most part. Uh, for the, a few that were like, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Um, we are going to start with our studs. Taylor, take it away. Okay. My stud is probably pretty obviously obvious at this point, but if you're not starting him, um, you can rest assured that he is a set and forget starter for the rest of the season. And that is Kenneth Walker um, hmm. on, on the Seattle Seahawks. I think he's matchup proof at this point. Um, they are relying heavily on him and he's had two games where he just went absolutely off the volumes there because of the fact that Penny went out uh, with his broken leg. And so um, Walker is getting 20 carries a game. And with those carries, he is, you know, putting up in the last two games, I think he has 200 yards and, and touchdowns in each game. Um, so, I mean, overall, he, he is just absolutely going to be dominating from here on out. Um, if you were lucky enough to grab him or have him, then good for you. Uh, Penny's injury killed my fantasy team or part of it because I did have him there and I was hoping that he could fend off Walker um, for the rest of the season um, and still be involved in the offense. But Walker is is absolutely absurd right now. Um, I'm just pulling up his stats because I wanted to get them completely accurate for the last two games. Uh, yeah, so he's had a touchdown in three back-to-back, uh, three games in a row, had two touchdowns last week, 168 yards, 97 yards the year, the week before, and a touchdown. And the week that I think Penny went out, he, he came in, had 88 yards and, and a touchdown. And so he, he is a set and forget guy. I don't really think it matters who he's playing against. I think he's always going to be involved in their run game and they do rely on the run game. And if he's going to put up seven yards per carry, four yards per carry, 11 yards per carry and get touchdowns at this rate, then he is just an absolute stud for the rest of the season. Uh, he could be easily a, a league winner for, for some, um, yeah. that, that is the type of level Especially that... he's just, he, he's probably going to be your flex guy. If you have a good, well-constructed team because, or he saved you if you have an injury that happened. Um, if you were holding on to him as a, a handcuff for Penny, then yeah, you, you, you know, you didn't skip a beat. And in fact, he's, I think he's better than Penny. So he he's, you know, and he's young. If you have him in dynasty, whoo, whoo, lucky you. Yeah. Fucking you. Uh my stud of the week is also a running back and that would be Tony Pollard. And the reason I say Tony Pollard is last week um Ezekiel Elliott suffered a knee injury. He took a helmet to the knee. Uh he has not been practicing all week and he is trending towards not playing this week, which leaves that entire backfield to Tony Pollard. Pollard last week in a split finished with 109 yards on 12 carries and two targets. 
And what is even more interesting is he did outplay Zeke. Zeke got hurt in the fourth quarter. So it wasn't like it was because of the injury. He had 63% of the snaps. And he, I mean, I don't think it's a secret to anybody that's truly paying attention, Taylor. You and I have agreed on this multiple times at this point. Tony Pollard's the more explosive back. He's Mm -hmm. simply better than Zeke. Um, and, And Chicago has allowed 25 fantasy points per game to running backs. Let me say that again. 25 fantasy points a game to running backs. That's absurd. Um, the Bears struggle. They just got rid of Robert Quinn. That defensive line is even more decimated now. Tony Pollard's going to have a big game this week. Yeah, uh, I, I could definitely see Tony Pollard uh, going off. And, and and for the season, I mean, I've always we've always said this. We've always said that the reason that they don't just start Tony Pollard is because you know, the name Ezekiel Elliott and the money that they're paying him. Um, but if, you know, this injury, which is forcing him to go out, you know, I mean, that's that's good for Zeke or for Pollard owners because now you can he can actually be, you know, possibly the feature back or, or close to it. And, and, and this, yeah, great for them. Um, let's go to some duds of the week, Taylor, and, uh, I will let you take it away once again. Um, I'm deciding between two. How about you take the first one? And if you take one of mine, then I, I, then you'll make the decision for me. Fair enough. So I am going to go with Daryl Henderson, who is the running back all alone right now for the LA Rams. And you're thinking, why Cam Akers is on the outs. Uh, He's been playing well um, as its top running back. However, if you've been truly paying attention to the Rams um, and Kyra Johnson is their rookie that they really like, and he's close to coming back. I think he is still two or three weeks away. However, they did open the 21 day window to um, activate him off of IR. Why is that relevant this week? Well, because they're already half out on Daryl Henderson. It has nothing to do with Cam Akers. It has everything to do with the fact that they like Kyron Johnson and the fact that the Rams are playing the Niners. Um, Even if Henderson has a larger workload, um, it's not going to result in pretty numbers. He had the backfield to himself in week six and was limited to 52 yards. The Niners defense is healthier. It's a scary matchup. They've limited running backs to very little success this season. Um, If they do give up points, it's through the air. Um, And earlier this season against San Francisco, Henderson had 39 yards and no touchdowns. You probably have better options than Daryl Henderson this week. Do not start him against the Niners. Um, my dud, uh, I'm going to stick with a running back, um, and I'm going to go over to the Falcons versus the Panthers. And I know that everyone was excited because, because they picked up Deonta Foreman and he went off against, uh, the Buccaneers. He had, he had, um, 118, uh, and Chuba Hubbard behind him had 63 and a touchdown and, you know, they 173 rushing, uh, yards for that team overall. I just don't think that that is going to be sustainable. I think Tampa Bay played horribly and they're playing horribly and they look broken. Um, normally they would have a good defense and I, I would, I would have thought that 
they they would be able to do better. Um, but they're playing the Falcons this week, and the Falcons aren't great. But the one thing that they've been pretty good, at least the last couple weeks, is stopping the run. They've actually uh, held a team, whole teams, under 100 yards rushing for the past three weeks. And so I just don't believe in Foreman. I don't believe in the Panthers. I think that Atlanta can put up some points fast just because the Panthers aren't good and Atlanta has some explosive playability um, here and there. I think the game script's going to go against De- Deonta Foreman um, and Hubbard. And honestly, I don't. It seems like Foreman has the job, but it could easily be if Hubbard starts playing good, they could they could go with him. Um, I just think he's a tenuous starter. And, and going up against the Atlanta Falcons team that has been pretty good against the run, at least the last three weeks. I just think that's a recipe for not starting them. If you have any options. <laughs> Hi Otis. He's very cute in his little sweater. He has. Uh, oh, you like it? It says um, zero sniffs given. <laughs> I think that's a lie. He's probably given some sniffs. All right, Otis, we're almost done. Okay, so yeah, fantasy studs and duds once again this week. Uh, got we went running back heavy, um, kind of neglected yeah. the wide receivers, but that's okay. It happens. We'll, 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 we'll get over it, Otis. Can you? Also, I want to point out that we played each other in the Godzilla Media League last week, and I beat you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you may win the battle, but not the war. We'll see. We'll see. We'll be back. Otis's army will reign. Um, <laughs> hey, you can't win them all. It's fantasy. Yeah, it's true. And I, uh, well, really, I mean, I didn't have Hertz last week, and Dak didn't really do that. Hurts. That hurts. <laughs> 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 wow, that took you all of, you know, all show probably to cook up. Um, no. no. Anywho. Um, so this, uh, for me, Maybe it for a week or two. Um, we'll take it week by week here. Uh, but I am likely going to be out, not because I want to be out, but because I have to start packing my stuff. You and hate me. I do, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's not why. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I, I gotta start packing my stuff, and uh, unfortunately, like my mic and everything, and. You know, you kind of need Wi-Fi to do the show. I have to cancel Spectrum here in a little bit. Um, So maybe next week, not likely. Um, And then it may be another week or two before I get everything up and running in the house. So enjoy this view for as long as you can. Um, because next time it will be set up in my man cave that I'll be having. (laughs) Can't wait. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's a busy time. You know, it sucks because it's a good time. You know, um, I may not be on this show again before the world series is over. Um, so I would like to, uh, send out my prediction, which I am going to say the Phillies are going to win in five. They're going to take one game in Houston and then they're going to get it done at home. They're going to get it done at home. The Fightins are going to pull this damn thing off. I'm telling you, it makes no sense. It made no sense to start the playoffs. It still doesn't make sense, but they haven't lost a home game all postseason, and they've already beaten the defending champions. They're going to beat the Astros. I'm Book it. Book it. Talking about the Fightins, Taylor. The Fightins. Said. Sure. Said. 
I hope so. I hate the Astros. America's team, man. That is America's team right now. Because <laughs> yeah. if you're not an Astros fan, yeah, I don't think want anyone them to likes win. the Astros or nope. wants them to win. Bunch of nope. bitches. Um, all right. Good show. I'll be here the next couple weeks. I'll hold down the fort and do my solo thing. Yep. Just go through our stuff. We have to talk and NBA at some point. I know we have to talk NBA. Uh, that that's on the back burner. And and you know what? It, it it's okay to talk. You know, basketball closer to the holidays. That's really when the NBA season starts. Anyway, get yeah. some of this crap out. Yeah, I have a, to be honest. I and part of that's because of the Phillies. But I have not watched a – they play the Raptors tonight. I might watch it. Um, but I have not watched one Sixers game yet. Wow. Which, not by – not on purpose, but either the Phillies have been on or, you know, the Eagles have been on or Penn State's been on. Um, but I haven't watched the Sixers game yet. I have the NBA pass. I'll, maybe I'll put them on after after this uh, after this show is over. They play Toronto, which is a good game. Apparently, Embiid got booed in introductions. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um not off to a great start, but that's okay. It's a long season. Long, long season. Yep. Yep. That is that is true. Um, yeah. I, I hope for the best for your Phillies. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk NBA when we do. But, yeah, it is kind of like, you know, things happen in, in September uh, or October uh, uh, NBA. That, that just It's just weird. Happen. Yeah, it's, it's just it, weird. It, it, it's not – you not don't get a real sense for the team until closer to the holidays anyway. I always say the NBA starts on Christmas. Yeah. Um, There's so. NFL games on Christmas this year, though, so it's going to be hard. Eagles-Cowboys. <laughs> oh, shit. That's on Christmas? Damn. Yeah. Damn. What a what a lineup they got. I know. And they're wearing their all-black down in Dallas, too. Can't wait. Um, everybody, enjoy the World Series. Go Phils. Enjoy the football this weekend. Jam-packed. Hopefully, Penn State pulls up, pulls off the inevitable and beats Ohio State. Um, go Birds. Taylor. Your teams kind of suck. I'm sorry. Um, Sam Ellinger. It's Sammy season. Sammy time, baby. It's Sammy um, season, motherfucker. Um, so good luck to the Colts. Kind of. I don't know what you want at this point. Um, <laughs> do you want to lose? Do you want, want Sam Ellinger to do well? Uh, no, I want no, Sam no. Ellinger to be either amazing or god awful. I don't want in between. Rooting for you, kid. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for you. Um, so. Everybody enjoy the last couple weeks of fall here and getting ready for Thanksgiving. Um, I will be on when I see you. Uh, this was Sports with a Z and a T. We are presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Godzilla. Um, sponsored by Godzilla Media. Yeah, there you go, Bryce. Uh, John Stone Supply and Troy Mohawk Honda and Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. You can find this in every episode on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Follow our Twitter page at sports underscore podcast, which has been underneath this entire time, as well as mine and Taylor's personal accounts at CBrice21 and at TLATS, two T's and two S's. Until next time, everybody, stay safe out there and enjoy all the sports. We'll talk to you later. See you.